Wow. All right, cool. Welcome to A Matter of Mindset. Joseph Carpe DM, putting in work from the AM to the PM. This is something different, you know. This might be my first Zoom podcast ever. Got a special <laughs> straight from LA, but I'm going to leave it to her to introduce herself. Go on. Hi, guys. How's it going? My name is Carly. I am here based in Southern California. Um, yeah, that's me. Oh, Carly, I'm meeting you for the first time as well. But yeah, Carly, tell us your story. Tell, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so um, I am a two-time college dropout. <laughs> um, dropped out of school, started a business. I uh, started personal training out here, um, which kind of rooted from my background in bodybuilding. I started bodybuilding really, really young. I was around 14 when I got into it, uh, 16 when I got into competing and that kind of just like naturally led me down the path of uh, pursuing helping others in the same way, not necessarily just with bodybuilding, but in personal training, fitness and health coaching. So um, yeah, I've been doing that ever since. I'm still doing that now. I now uh, travel and train others uh, across the country. So people find me out, go train them there. Um, and I train locally here in Irvine where I live as well, um, along with just other business ventures that I have for myself, so. Oh, sick, sick. Um... Did you, did you drop out of school because it wasn't for you or what was the, what was the reason behind that? Yeah, so I am a really fucking good student. Um, pardon my language. Sorry, I'm like, I don't know if it's okay. No, it's cool, it's cool. Um, cool, cool. So yeah, I'm a really great student, uh, straight A's, 4.0, but I just hate school. I think that like style of learning um, to me doesn't make sense the way that I... Um, think I guess and the plans I have for my life don't necessarily require a degree and so while I was in school the first time around um, it was two years and every semester I was a different major I went from psychology to mechanical engineering to economics to marketing and then I finally was like I'm just really entrepreneurial business-minded I already had my business at the time and other ideas that I wanted to um, you know pursue and so I just decided to go full-time with that and then actually like mid pandemic, I was really bored. So I decided to sign back up for school. And about five minutes into my first class, the teacher was talking about like how to make the perfect resume for an employer so that everything looks the same. So that like, you're basically just another robot in their system to try and get through the computer system to maybe get an interview. And like five minutes into that, I was like, no, this is not me. Um, and I like dropped out in the middle of that class. So <laughs> uh, just personally, it was not for me. I don't like, you know, for some people, like, obviously it is, there's people that want to be like doctors and nurses. It's like a much more necessary thing. Um, just not my, not my personal path. Yeah. I understand that. It's like you, not everyone's path is the whole office corporate world. You may not be built for that. So it is good to kind of strike out on your own. Like, is there anything you learned from, from that process of going to college yeah. and dropping out and doing it all a hundred percent I think uh there was a lot of value like I don't regret my time there at all um there was a lot of value just in the personal growth that happened through it kind of like you were just talking like how the corporate world isn't for everyone like at least how I was raised and the um community I grew up in it was very much like you graduate high school you go get a degree you like get a stable job start a family you have kids you like do the whole thing white picket fence you know and um I really just wish that there was more individuality that was promoted like saying like hey like do college if what you want to do 
requires that or if that's a good fit for you but if it's not like here are some other options you can take because I feel like for those people that college isn't an option it's kind of just like all right now you're thrown into the world a lot of people look down on you um and just naturally make things that much harder for you when they really don't need to be if people were just like you know like exposed to that idea of individuality and like other options to begin with so um, I learned a lot in that sense in terms of just like being able to create your own life and a lot of my messages that I share now with like my business with training and um, life coaching is along the same lines really helping people to create their own versus just like following yeah. the same path think, as everyone. I think as well I think the I don't know if you're around the same age as me I'm, I'm in my late 20s. Okay so, I'm 23. Oh 23? Yeah. I don't know why I thought you were older but yeah um around like I'm, I'm 29 so around the ages that like the instructions that we were got from our parents was kind of due to the way they were raised and the way the instructions they were given they were given to us was based on the opportunities that were around at the time so it was go to school go to college get a degree get a stable job family but I think now with like the development of social media it's created so much more opportunities which is, I think, which is, is yeah. the reason behind like entrepreneurs and the rising entrepreneurs and that. So you don't have to go down that route. And I think our parents may not be, well, our parent generation may not have been privy to that. So I think- 100%, 100%. It's a new uh, new age we're living in. Absolutely, absolutely. So how long you, have you been bodybuilding for? Uh, nine years now, competitively six, uh, but I've been like training for nine. Okay. What's, what's one thing you wish you would have known before you started? Ooh. <clears throat> um, to hire a coach sooner. Uh, my first like three years, I didn't work under a coach and I did things all on my own and I could have saved myself a lot of time and a lot of struggle and um, just a lot of like dumb, dumb decisions that were made not really knowing what I was doing. Um, I also had an eating disorder at the time. So I feel like you know, having a coach maybe would have helped me be a little more mentally level-headed with that. Um, so that's probably like best piece of advice. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if this is okay, but let's talk about your eating disorder. Because how did you sure. manage? How did you manage to work through that and overcome that? So for me, it was uh, bulimia. So I was actually really, really skinny. Um, bulimia usually means like binging, eating a lot, purging, kind of throwing it up, but it can happen in different ways, like overexercise and stuff. So I kind of did it all, um, even though I was really skinny. So I was really small, but I wanted to be smaller. Like in my head, like I had to be like the smallest person to like be worthy or like whatever I was telling myself at the time. Um, and so my goal is to just get skinnier and skinnier. So upon getting in high school, I realized that I was starting to like get bigger. I went from like 90 pounds to like 92 pounds. And so I was like, okay, I need to get smaller. So I started going to the gym. I also started running and I started doing uh, swimming for like the high school swim team at the time. So for me, it started with over-exercising. I would just like work out a lot and aim to get really skinny. And that was happening, but I was like kind of building muscle at the same time. And then it developed further into where like I would actually start throwing up my meals and that went on really, really intensely or I would do it every single day for about two years. Um, and that was while I was like bodybuilding. And then about two years in, I started getting help from like friends. So I didn't really have a coach yet until like that third year when I started actually competing, but my friends would help me out. And I started learning how to do things in a better way. 
And for me, I really think that education in itself um, helped me get to a place of being able to get past like the mental torture that I was putting myself through because I started to understand like, hey, I can still like feel good about myself and do like these esteemable actions without having to like take it down like the darker path, right? And just like that education of nutrition and training and how to do things the right way over time, um, yeah, I just kind of like stopped doing it. It didn't stop right away. Like I still did it here and there for the next like three or four years, but it went from every day to maybe like once a month, once every few months, or just when I would have like a cheat meal or something. And then eventually I just was like, what am I doing? Like, I know so much better than this now, like, and just kind of stopped. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I think sometimes it's, it, it may be an image of like, it's a self-esteem thing. Like wherever you weigh, 90 into 90 pounds because you don't do it in pounds in america right you don't do it in pounds yeah so you guys 90, do what stones yeah so it's 90 how much how much is that in stone i have no idea so you weigh like 90 so you'll weigh like 90 pounds in stone or whatever or 90 pounds whether you weigh 92 pounds or 90 pounds you're still good enough do you get what i'm saying so i think mm-hmm. when you kind of got over that mental issue of not feeling good enough you were able to get over the eating disorder yeah yeah so I think that's why it's like by doing the esteemable actions right by doing the um you know like uh it's kind of like is when you know you are binging and when you know you're purging it's like you know in your head like that's not right you know like you know like I probably shouldn't be doing this but I am because I like essentially hate myself and so it's like when you start doing things the right way the healthy way you start eating structured meals those like esteemable actions yeah it's like you you start to feel worthy more in yourself because you know you're doing like better things yeah no I, I get you still I feel like from just from the short conversation we've had I feel like you've when you've been struggling quote unquote you've found help whether that's from other people or from yourself and because you've been able to get help when you've needed it you want to give back am I is that fair yeah 100 percent. 100 yeah mm, good at, i'm good at observing um what advice would you give to anyone trying to break into your field um into the personal training world um i guess i'm a lot along the lines of like help and people working together because uh, similarly to how my advice with like getting into bodybuilding would be to hire a coach uh, with personal training would be to like look into finding a mentor or someone that's been doing it a while that um is either willing to like work next to you or that you can hire yourself to kind of learn from um with my business and with my personal training like i've hired coaches so that i can learn that i actually just finished a six month period with like a business coach that i was working with um you know just because it helps you to learn the ropes and then from there you kind of like formulate it into your own version of that yeah. so um yeah definitely seek help so you're not just like blindly doing it especially because it's people's health that you're dealing with you know yeah. you want to make sure you're being as safe as you as you can why why do you think people are, are reluctant to get the help that they they may need yeah that's a great question i think because uh like part of it can definitely come down to a pride thing um and i know for me like because that's all i can really speak for is that it came down to like uh just similar with like other things I've talked about, like low self-esteem. Like at first when I got into training, I happened to work at a gym where like 
other coaches and like mentors kind of like naturally came to me. Um, but if that wouldn't have happened, I know I probably would not have purposely sought that out because I would have felt as though like, oh, if they're telling me like, I don't know what I'm talking about, even though I just started in this, like yeah. it's going to shoot myself a seat down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, luckily I worked at a gym where there were like a bunch of exercise scientists and people that had been in the field for like 20, 30 years. So um, naturally I was able to learn under them and it was really, really valuable. Yeah. I think managing your ego is, is very important as well because even the gym yeah. I go to, I don't compete or anything, but in my gym, there's like loads of bodybuilders that compete and I always see them giving like tips and instructions to people. And I'm just like, it's, it's, it's refreshing to see because it's like people, everyone's trying to get to that place where they can compete and obviously do well. And to get to yeah. that level, you have to take instructions and, and humble yourself and just manage your ego. And I think, again, if you need help, you actually have to humble yourself. Yeah, 100%. It's something really interesting to see working as like a coach and a trainer as well, because sometimes you get people that aren't coachable and they don't see results and they really just like can't understand why. And it's it's that ego block, right? Yeah. It's like because it, it won't allow them to really take in what they're gaining. So yeah, how would how would you manage someone that or how have you dealt with someone that's not coachable? So I have had experiences where I've like let clients go. Um, and that's personally just because like I'll sit down and have a conversation with them and it'll usually be pretty mutual at that point where I'm like, I don't want to waste your money anymore. You know, this isn't working because usually it can come down to a personality thing. And I I'll be like, honestly, I can recommend someone else that may be a better fit for you because, um, personal training is really about like relationship building. And it's like, if you don't really vibe with the person, it's like, you're not going to want to show up and do the work. Right. So um, I've had experiences like that. I've also had experiences where I've just had to like sit down and have a really serious conversation. And then like the wheels are start turning a little bit more. Mm. Um, and then sometimes it really just never clicks and that's sad to see, but you know, there's all, all different sides of the equation. Absolutely. I get that. I haven't always been coachable to be fair. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you talk and I'm, I'm, oh, I'm the same way. <laughs> Don't give me I'm literally, I'm literally listening thinking, damn. <laughs> I'm one of the least coachable people, honestly. It's hilarious because I am a coach and I preach it all day long. Um, but I am very independent. I am very hard to get a hold of. Like when my coaches try to reach out to me, I'm just like, eh. um, I, yeah, it's it's actually pretty hilarious how like hard I am to coach given yeah. what I do. I think uh, I've got better at it to be fair. And I think it's like when you're working, when you're actually working with people, there isn't really room to be selfish. That's one yeah. thing. It isn't like you're working together with someone. So the moment you sacrifice that ego and that pride, working with people in whatever film, whether it's at work, coaching in your case, in a relationship even, like it, it yeah. helps when, you, when, you're, when you're able to just suppress that pride and that ego and the selfishness. Like it yeah. helps you a long way. 100%. Absolutely. Um, what like resources do you recommend? Like, do you read any books or anything like that? Um, all my answers are the same. I suck. I have a lot of mentors. <laughs> um, I've got quite a few mentors uh, in different realms. So I've got uh, a couple finance mentors. I have two. I've had one that I've had for a couple years. I just picked up another. Um, I've got some mentors in like the training and like business coaching space as well. And then. Um, I've got like one person that I would say is more along the lines of like mental health support kind of person. So I keep my corner pretty stacked with yeah. people in those areas, but I feel as though that's like my approach to my twenties personally is like, 
stack my uh, circle with as many people like that right now yeah. um, so that I'll have more to be able to, you know, give back to others when I'm at that point myself. So, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's like you have to have a good team around you as well. And like, yeah, no one is an island. You actually need people to support you. Like as much as the independent thing is good, it's like nothing is achievable by yourself. Like you need people to assist you along the way. And I think if that's a message that I can, I can spread out to people is like, you need people to actually help you get to where you want to get to. Yeah. Yeah. People make the world go around. Absolutely. Absolutely. This podcasting is fun, you know, I'm, I'm getting used to the Zoom thing to be fair. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know this was your first Zoom. That's awesome. This is my first Zoom. I'm, I'm going to start doing this more. I'm going to start doing this more. Yeah. It's um, nice. It's more personable. Hmm? More personable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What type of like bodybuilding do you do? Do you do bikini or? Yes, I do bikini. So I am bikini division. Um, I did figure at one point and I realized that naturally I'm just too small. So went back down to bikini. Okay. Is, how is that? Is that, is it fun or is it? It's a lot of fun. I love it. Or I would not still be doing it because it uh, takes a lot of time and energy out of your day and your life and it costs a lot of money and you get nothing from it. Like you don't win money unless you make it to the very, very, very top level. But even still like the money for professional athletes and bodybuilding is not like a professional athlete in another sport. So um, it's really like a, a passion sport for sure. But I enjoy it because um not just like the look itself, but like the lifestyle that it creates, like the uh, character it builds, like there's so much more to it with the discipline than just like having a nice body. So. Right. Is it challenging as a woman just doing that? Because bodybuilding is, is a particularly like man's thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You asked that. I would say like, uh, the first few years were a little bit harder, uh, getting a lot of like, you look like a man comments and like this and that, but you kind of like grow out of that over time also. And I think the world is maybe becoming a little more accepting. Um, but yeah, I would say it's like, it's not, not challenging so much anymore, but at first it definitely was. Yeah, no, I get that. But how, how did you, how do you feel about your body though? So if regardless of what anyone says, if someone was to make a comment about your body, like, does it affect you? No, not at all. Like I'm at a point now where like, I'm actually, I would probably say like the most secure that I've ever felt or ever been, um, where like I wake up every day and I'm just like, I love myself. Like, I love my body. Like, wow, she's so cute. Like no matter what she looks like. Uh, and I've never been that way ever, like having my history with an eating disorder. So all of this is very new. All of this like stable mindset (laughs) is like within the last year. Um, but it's like taken years to get to this point, right? It's not like some switch just flipped, but, um, yeah, as of late, it's definitely been more like that. Whereas like years ago, it was more of, um, I would have good days and bad days. Like I would have a good body day and a bad body day. And if it was a bad day, like it would almost like ruin my entire day, ruin everything else that I was doing. Um, so I definitely like to speak on that. I still talk on that a lot. Um, you know, I still work with a lot of people that like body dysmorphia or whatever you want to call it is like still very much a thing. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. No, it's refreshing to hear that because especially a, lo- a lot of women that I talk to are not really satisfied with their bodies. I, I don't know yeah. I think like, huh? just keep, um, keep working on it. You know, and like for me, like it was kind of just like a gradual thing where I got to that point, but 
Um, I know I definitely see that too. And it like is sad because I've been there, you know, and to like not be in that space anymore. Like I'm even like, what? Like, why don't I think this way anymore? Like I thought this way for so long. So to see other people like that, I just want to like help them get out of that space. And it's like, you have to, if you're not happy with something just in general, whether that's your body, your finances, just your whole situation, you can actually change that. But you have to acknowledge within yourself that something needs to change. Yeah, it starts here. It literally it starts does. Here sure. Because, yeah, like, I wasn't happy with, obviously, your COVID, you know how COVID is. I was like, put on, gyms were closed. I put on so much weight, it was dumb. I put on so much weight. I wasn't happy with my body. Like, then I went, my, my sister, I went to go see my sister and my aunt. And she was like, oh, Joseph, you put on bare weight. I'm like, yeah, I know. You <laughs> me. Um, yeah. Gyms are closed. I've maybe had one too many Uber Eats, but anyway, when the gyms are open, I'm there. Let me live. But yeah, it's, it's, it's good. You have to be secure within yourself. like Because when you're secure within yourself, you give off a sort of, you give off a better type of energy. Yeah. As much as, every, as, much as everyone has insecurities, if your insecurities are too dominant, you'll just give off a negative energy. And you you can't attract people that you need and want in that way. Yeah, that's very true. It's like uh, people think they can hide it, but it's like you really can't, especially when you're a really aware person. Yeah, that's one thing. I'm like, crap. I've done way too much like personal personal development because I notice way too many things. Yeah, that you see that that self awareness. Yeah, it's it's a gift and a curse because sometimes it's like I wish I could just ignore certain things, but it's like. I'm just too perceptive as to I can't ignore certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't like unsee things. You're just like, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Oh, this has been fun still. This has actually been fun. I fully enjoyed this. Well, you got yeah. planned for the rest of today. I know it's like you're like eight hours behind us or nine. Oh, wait. What time is it for you? It's like uh, 10 a.m. for me. Yeah. You're eight hours behind us. It's one minute past six. Oh, dang. Okay. Um, yeah. Today I. What am I doing? I write everything down because I have a terrible memory. I've got some studying to do. Um, I'm currently studying um, some stuff on options trading. I've been really in like the finance realm personally, at least I would say like fitness and finance are my two like things that I do all the time. Um, And I've mostly done like long-term investing, but I've been wanting to learn more. So I'm doing like some self-education for the next 90 days, really vigorously on options trading to just kind of like learn start to dabble in that um and you know just become more well-versed in different things other than just bodybuilding so yeah that's good it's good it's good to be well-rounded i agree that's good carly thank you for your time i I appreciate that appreciate it definitely to do one of these again soon though yeah are you you gonna get are you gonna get into podcasting soon uh, I keep telling myself, man, I've got so many different ideas for different like directions I could go with that. I'm like, do I want to do it like with my business? Do I want to just do like a lifestyle fun one? Do I want to do like a comedy one? I've got a lot of ideas. So it's just like normally putting, when, putting the foot in my gas and doing one of them. Yeah. You know what? Normally when people do podcasting for like the first few times, they get hooked because I've done it once and I'm like, I'm actually hooked. It's, it's fun. It seems like so simple. I have actually like written up a whole marketing plan and like planned out like a whole first season of episodes for a podcast before. I just never actually filmed them. Um, so yeah, it seems really simple. It seems fun. Just 
Yeah. Normally, yeah, normally I go to like a studio where they have like the microphones and the soundproof room and everything. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because I've seen yours before. So like that's why, like when you said your first time on Zoom, I'm like, it looks like they kind of do them on Zoom before, but they're like recorded. So I'm like, I don't know if they have that. It's like a studio space where you can rent. And I'm just like that's cool. That's really cool. Because of COVID, I was just like, if the studios are closed, I want it to be a thing where I can at least record from home. So I bought a microphone, I bought a webcam. I've got headphones, nice. so I'm like, nice. yeah, I'm ready That's to go. And I've, I've, obviously, I've started using Clubhouse, so I met a lot of people from America. So I'm like, oh, that's awesome! Clubhouse, yeah. I hear, is really cool. I don't know so much for my industry, but um, I'm sure there's people on there. Yeah, I'm I think podcasting is huge on there, though. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, it's got a nice little network on Clubhouse. It's good. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. Nice. Well, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Um, I love the way your brain thinks. Really, really cool. Uh, great insight um, on something. So tell us, sharing. tell us your social media um like platform so people can find you. Sure. So I just uh, went through a little life cleanse and redid my social media. So it sucks. I have like two posts. <laughs> uh, it's Miss Fit Carl's M I S S F I T C A R L S S. Okay. So. I'll let you tag that maybe in the bottom yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this all to my, my video editor and he'll sort this out for me. But yeah, we're good. Awesome. Now, Carly, thank yeah, you for your time. And you thanks have for having me. Day. No worries. You as well. See you soon.